Hello, everyone. I want to talk about the fact that there's so many people like myself who have survived the effects of sexual assault every day and who survive um, rape trauma syndrome every day. And I have decided to talk about how this relates to like the mainstream porn world and even the sex industry at large. So this is what I'm going to say. Um, the effects of sexual assault. There are many common reactions to sexual violence. Not all survivors of sexual violence are the same, nor will any act of sexual violence affect two people in the same way. There is no wrong or right way to feel or react. As the body and mind process the devastation of sexual violence, many different emotions, behaviors, and physical responses appear and disappear and may reappear. This is simply an introduction to help better understand what a survivor may be experiencing. As an advocate, support person, or someone working with a survivor of sexual assault, helping to identify and normalize these reactions can be important. I think that was a well-astute, well-word-chosen description of what I experienced because I am a survivor of sexual violence. And here's why I brought this topic up. Because I want people in the sex industry to, uh, to think about how can the sex industry honor survivors of sexual assault? How can the sex industry honor uh, survivors of rape trauma syndrome? Notice, I think that the sex industry can do it and should do it. I think the, I think the porn industry can do the honoring of people like myself and should. So let's get into it. While each survivor is unique in their experience, many survivors are impacted in the following ways. Before I get to it, I want it to be clear that some people who are survivors of sexual violence do watch porn for a myriad of reasons. Some survivors of sexual violence self-pleasure to porn, to erotica, to... sexual fantasies in their minds for a, a, a variety of purposes. And this is also true. I noticed that A lot of survivors like myself are understanding that, hey, we like ethical porn. 
some sexual assault survivors don't like porn of any kind. Even if you told them about the ethical porn, what it means, they still wouldn't like it, and that's okay. And some sexual assault survivors don't like erotica. Even if you explain that ethical erotica does happen, they wouldn't like it, and that's okay. Um, but there are sexual su- assault survivors like me going, hey, I want to feel that I belong in the porn industry. I want to feel like I belong in the sex industry. Feeling belong doesn't mean that every sexual assault survivor becomes a porn performer. And feeling belong doesn't mean that every sexual assault survivor becomes a sex worker. Some do for many causations and and some don't. Some do porn and some don't. Um, and to eradicate the stigma that past sexual assault means that that's why people do porn. No. Most people who do porn do it because it's innately a part of who they are and the abuse did not take away that innate part of who they are. And you can have, yes, trauma does happen in, in the past, not to minimize it. But there are sexual assault survivors like myself who have done all the, who have done enough healing work where if we did porn, we would be just fine. If we, be, if we did sex workers, we would be just fine. I'm talking about sexual assault survivors like me who are interested in doing sex work and doing porn because not all, I mean, the sexual assault survivor community is not monolithic. It's nuanced. So the reason why survivors like me want to do it is because we want to cater to people like ourselves. We want to cater to other sexual assault survivors who feel like, well, ethical erotica and ethical porn um, helps us to, it's one of the ways that we appropriately reclaim and maintain our healthy erotic blueprint types and our healthy sexual personalities. Notice I'm not sexualizing survivors. I'm talking about how by and large mainstream porn fails to cater to sexual assault survivors and even people with sexual issues of their bodies. I'm talking about clinical concerns that cause sexual dysfunctions um, that wreak havoc on people's figures, even people's anatomies. So, mainstream, and, and everything I'm saying is stated towards the sex industry. You know, the sex industry, there's a lot of people in the sex industry who are sexual assault survivor friendly. 
And there's a lot of people in the porn industry who are sexual assault survivor friendly. So obviously I'm not addressing everybody with, with, with what I'm saying. But to those that aren't catering to us in the sex industry and the porn industry, this episode is for you. And the ones that I'm not addressing, continue to cater to us and we'll continue to appreciate you. And thank you for appreciating us. That's my message. So, the mainstream porn industry needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who feel shame. That means survivors thinking they are bad, wrong, dirty, or permanently flawed. Um, Mainstream porn needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who feel guilt. That means survivors feeling that the abuse was their fault. It is very difficult for survivors to place the blame on the person who assaulted them. Often the offender was a person close to them that they want to protect. Conversely, it may be that by placing the blame on the offender, they then feel helplessness. Mainstream porn needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who experience denial. Survivors saying it wasn't that bad, it only happened once, I am fine, I don't need anything. The mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who experience minimizing, which means minimizing the assault can be a coping strategy. It might include survivors thinking that the abuse was not as bad as someone else's. Those supporting a survivor should validate the impact of the abuse and that it is appropriate that the survivor is upset, traumatized, or hurting from it. The mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with boundaries. Because That means because sexual violence is such a boundary violation It impacts the survivor's perception of when or how to set boundaries. Survivors may be unfamiliar with boundaries in general. They may not know that they have a right to create and reinforce them. Many survivors need support developing and practicing boundaries. The mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who are wrestling with trust. Sexual assault is a betrayal of trust. Most survivors find it difficult to trust other people as well as themselves and their own perceptions. On the other hand, they may place an an inappropriate level of trust in everyone. The the mainstream porn world needs to cater to survivors, needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with safety. That means survivors' sense of safety has been altered. They may assess unsafe situations as safe and perceive safe situations as dangerous. It is important to explore with a survivor what feels safe by asking specific questions about safety. The mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with isolation. That means this is a big issue for adult survivors. Many feel that they do not deserve support, that they are tainted, and that others will not want to be their friends or lovers. A survivor's culture and lack of community connections can, at times, compound feelings of isolation. 
Survivors may have been shunned or avoided by their families and slasher communities because of their disclosure. Um, the mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with amnesia. That means a survivor may not remember what happened. In the long term, if the sexual assault happened before the development of language, the survivor may not have memory that can be verbalized. The mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with dissociation. A survive, that means a survivor may have dissociated during the sexual assault incidents. They may describe floating up out of their body or looking over their own shoulder during the abuse. Dissociation can happen even when the survivor is not being assaulted slash abused. An event or memory can bring up emotions which trigger dissociation. Um, the mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with the physical. That means survivors may have somatic body complaints, eating disturbances, anxiety, difficulty concentrating, um, the consumption of liquid disturbances, drinking disturbances, not always alcohol, and physical symptoms related to areas on their body affected by assault. The mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with the emotional. That means survivors may be very expressive, anger, sadness, disoriented, disbelief, denial, or control, distant, calm. The mainstream porn world needs to cater to sexual assault survivors who wrestle with the cognitive. That means survivors may be unable to block out thoughts of the assault or alternately forget entire parts of it. They may constantly think about things they should have done differently. Nightmares are common. Survivors may also have thoughts or fantasies of being in a similar situation and quote-unquote mastering the traumatic event. Other related issues that may emerge are eating disorders, drinking disorders, physical changes, changes in sexuality. In terms of behaviorally speaking, substance abuse, self-harm, alcohol use disorder, thoughts of suicide, anger, and mood disorders such as depression and post-traumatic stress. And I'll also add this. Here's the part where I get graphic, but it's good graphic because sometimes you just have to be appropriately graphic. Because people don't, a lot of people don't think about sex as profoundly, which is sad. It's like, okay, here's what mainstream porn, the mainstream porn world needs to understand. Here's the questions that the mainstream porn world should be asking sexual assault survivors and those of expertise being well-educated and gotten certifications and degrees and diplomas regarding sexual assault. So here are the questions 
that the mainstream power world needs to dwell on. What is it like for sexual assault survivors to experience erotic massages? What is it like for sexual assault survivors to experience dry humping? What is it like for survivors to experience foot jobs? What is it like for survivors to experience hand jobs? What is it like for survivors to experience erumatio? What is it like for survivors to experience interfemoral sex? What is it like for survivors to experience intercruel sex? What is it like for survivors to experience intergluteal sex? What is it like for survivors to experience mammary intercourse? What is it like for survivors to experience stimulation of nipples? What is it like for survivors to experience sumata? What is it like for survivors to experience tribadism? What is it like for survivors to experience fraught? What is it like for survivors to experience fingering? What is it like for survivors to experience oral sex? What is it like for survivors to experience mutual masturbation? What is it like for survivors to experience autoeroticism? What is it like for survivors to experience penetrative sex? What is it like for survivors to experience sexual intercourse? What is it like for survivors to experience anal sex? What is it like for survivors to experience analingus? What is it like for survivors to experience cunnilingus? What is it like for survivors to experience fellatio? What is it like for survivors to experience masturbation? What is it like for survivors to experience anal masturbation? What is it like for survivors to experience fisting? What is it like for was it what is it like for survivors to experience sex toys? What is it like for for survivors to experience facials? What is it like for survivors to experience group sex? What is it like for survivors to experience vanilla sex? What is it like for survivors to experience sexual role play? What is it like for survivors to experience bondage and discipline, dominance and submission? What is it like for survivors to experience erotic humiliation? What is it like for survivors to experience sadism and masochism? What is it like for survivors to experience cock and ball torture? What is it like for survivors to experience vaginal torture? What is it like for survivors to experience erotic spankings? What is it like for survivors to experience bondage positions? What is it like for survivors to experience BDSM equipment? What is it like for survivors to experience sexual fetishism? What is it like for, ex- for survivors to experience sexual slang? What is it like for survivors to experience bareback sex? What is it like for survivors to experience bouquet? What is it like for survivors to experience circle jerks? What is it like for survivors to experience cream pies? What is it like for survivors to experience cum shots? What is it like for survivors to experience cyber sex? What is it like for for survivors to experience felching? What is it like for for survivors to experience gangbangs? What is it like for survivors to experience pompoirs? 
What is it like for survivors to experience quickies? What is it like for survivors to experience snowballing? What is it like for survivors to experience teabagging? What is it like for survivors to experience the Venus butterfly? What is it like for survivors to experience touch, taste, hearing, sight, and smell? What is it like for survivors to experience nudity? What is it like for survivors to experience romantic settings? What is it like for survivors to experience perfume and cologne? What is it like for survivors to experience aerogenous zones and G-spots? What is it like for survivors to experience moaning? What is it like for survivors to experience groaning? What is it like for survivors to experience shrieks? What is it like for survivors to experience screaming? What is it like for survivors to experience grunting? What is it like for survivors to dirty talk? What is it like for survivors to flirty talk? What is it like for survivors to porn talk? What is it like for survivors to experience libido? What is it like for survivors to experience aphrodisiacs? What is it like for survivors to experience sexual fantasy? What is it like for survivors to experience sexual stimulation? What is it like for survivors to experience sexual arousal? What is it like for survivors to experience orgasms? What is it like for survivors to experience full body orgasms? What is it like for survivors to experience multiple orgasms? What is it like for survivors to experience lubrication? What is it like for survivors to experience erections? What is it like for survivors to experience clitoral erections? What is it like for survivors to experience pregnancy? What is it like for survivors to experience insemination? What is it like for survivors to, to experience human reproduction? What is it like for survivors to experience body image? What is it like for survivors to experience sexual maturity? What is it like for survivors to experience safe sex? What is it like for survivors to experience birth controls? What is it like for survivors to experience condoms? What is it like for survivors to experience dental dams? What is it like for survivors to experience sex therapy? What is it like for survivors to experience reproductive medicine and sexual medicine? What is it like for survivors to experience sex surrogates? These are the questions that need to be asked. What is it like for survivors to experience erotica, pornography, prostitution, sex museums, in sex shops, in strip clubs, in, in the sex industry. Those are the questions that the mainstream porn world has to ask. And then, let's do this again, but this time, I'll just make statements. The first time, I just ask questions. This is what the mainstream porn world should be doing. And before I do that, what is it like for survivors to experience non-penetrative sex? What is it like for survivors to experience foreplay? Ha, ah, that was the best way to end the question part. Here's what the mainstream porn world should be doing. The mainstream porn world should be showcasing compassionate erotic massages, compassionate dry humping, Compassionate foot jobs, compassionate foreplay, compassionate non-penetrative sex, compassionate irrematio, compassionate interpural sex, compassionate interfemoral sex, 
Compassionate intergluteal sex, compassionate mammary intercourse, compassionate stimulation of nipples, compassionate sumata, compassionate tribidism, compassionate frock, compassionate fingering, compassionate oral sex, compassionate mutual masturbation, compassionate autoeroticism, compassionate penetrative sex, compassionate sexual intercourse, compassionate anal sex, compassionate analingus, compassionate cunnilingus, compassionate fellatio, compassionate masturbation, compassionate anal masturbation, compassionate fisting, compassionate sex toys, compassionate facials, compassionate group sex, compassionate vanilla sex, compassionate sexual role play, compassionate bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, Compassionate erotic humiliation, compassionate sadism, masochism. Um, the non-life-threatening ways of going about cock and ball torture, vaginal torture. It's a part of the BDSM world, so bear with me. Compassionate erotic spankings, compassionate bondage positions, compassionate BDSM equipment, compassionate sexual fetishism, compassionate sexual slang, compassionate bareback sex, compassionate bouquets, compassionate circle jerks, compassionate cream pies, compassionate cum shots, compassionate cyber sex, compassionate felching, compassionate gang bangs, compassionate pom pours, compassionate quickies, compassionate felching, um, Compassionate cybersex, compassionate snowballing, compassionate tea bags, compassionate Venus butterflies, compassionate touch, compassionate taste, compassionate um, smells, compassionate hearing, compassionate sight, compassionate sexual arousal, uh, compassionate aerogenous suns, compassionate G spots, compassionate perfume, compassionate cologne, compassionate romantic settings, compassionate nudity, compassionate moaning, compassionate grunt. Grunt, compassionate grunting, compassionate groaning, compassionate shrieks, compassionate screaming, compassionate dirty talk, compassionate flirty talk, compassionate porn talk, compassionate libido, compassionate sexual fantasies, compassionate aphrodisiacs, compassionate sexual stimulations, compassionate erections, compassionate clitoral erections, compassionate vaginal lubrications, compassionate orgasms, compassionate full body orgasms, compassionate multiple orgasms, Compassionate ejaculation, compassionate insemination, compassionate pregnancy, uh, compassionate human reproduction, compassionate body image, compassionate safe sex, compassionate sexual maturity, uh, compassionate birth control, compassionate condoms and compassionate dental dams, compassionate reproductive medicine, compassionate sexual, sexual medicine, compassionate sex therapy. And compassionate sex surrogates. Those are ways that the mainstream porn world can assist in the sexual recuperation and sexual recovery of sexual assault survivors. Here's what the mainstream porn world has to be mindful of because some people 
poor sex assault survivors. Like myself, they want to make the entire porn industry and the entire sex industry sexual assault survivor friendly. So they have to keep in mind that some of the performers and some of the consumers, the ones who watch for free and the ones who pay monthly, are sexual assault survivors. So when it comes to adult film studios, adult film sets, and adult websites, mainstream porn has to be um, fully mindful of the effects of rape trauma syndrome, which are like mainstream porn world should be attentive to diminished alertness, numbness, dull sensory affective and memory functions, disorganized thought content, vomiting, nausea, paralyzing anxiety, pronounced internal tremor, obsession to wash or clean themselves, hysteria, confusion, and crying, bewilderment, acute sensitivity to the reaction of other people, um, minimization, pretending everything is fine, dramatization, can I stop talking about the assault, suppression, refuses to discuss the rape, explanation, analyzes what happened, flight, moves to a new home or city, alters appearance, expressed, they may appear agitated or hysterical, and may suffer from crying spells or anxiety attacks, controlled, the survivors appears to be without emotion, acts as if nothing happened and everything is fine, or shocked slash belief, the survivor reacts with a strong sense of disorientation, they may have difficulty concentrating, making decisions, doing every or doing everyday tasks. They may also have poor recall of the assault. Not all rape survivors show their emotions outwardly. Some may appear calm and unaffected by the assault. So these are the things that the mainstream porn world has to really take into consideration. And the mainstream porn world has to take all these other things into consideration too, which are poor health in general, continuing anxiety, sense of helplessness, carelessness of themselves or others around them. They could not protect themselves against the attacks. They lose self-care, hypervigilance, inability to maintain previously close relationships, experiencing a general response of nervousness known as the startle response. Persistent fear and or depression at much higher rates than the general population. Mood swings from relatively happy to depression or anger. Extreme anger and hostility. They are very hateful towards the ones that are closest to them. Sleep disturbances such as vivid dreams or recurring nightmares. Insomnia, wakefulness, night terrors, flashbacks, dissociation, feeling like one is not attached to one's body. Panic attacks. Reliance on coping mechanisms, some of which may be beneficial, philosophy and family support as examples, and others that may ultimately be counterproductive. Examples, self-harm, drug, or alcohol abuse. Here are the other things that people in the mainstream porn world need to be mindful of. Their sense of personal security or safety is damaged. They feel hesitant to enter new relationships 
questioning their sexual identity or sexual orientation. More typical of men raped by other men or women raped by other women. Sexual relationships become disturbed. Many survivors have reported that they were unable to reestablish normal sexual relations and often shied away from sexual contact for some time after the rape. Some report inhibited sexual response and flashbacks to the rape during intercourse. Conversely, some rape survivors become hypersexual, promiscuous following sexual attacks, sometimes as a way to reassert a measure of control over their sexual relations. And by the way, um, there's a distinction between that and ethical promiscuity. There's a distinction between that and ethical hypersexuality. I just want to say that and need to say that. So these are all the things that mainstream porn world needs to be considered of and more. Mainstream porn world needs to consider that some rape survivors may see the world as a more threatening place to live in, so they will place restrictions on their lives, interrupting their normal activity. For example, they may discontinue previously active involvements in societies, groups, or clubs, or a parent who was a survivor of rape may place restrictions on the freedom of their children. So I told you about lifestyles, coping mechanisms, the outward adjustment stage, and the acute stage. Um, now, the mainstream core world needs to consider the physiological responses that, that happened to rape survivors, which are whether or not they were injured during a sexual assault. Survivors exhibit higher rates of poor health in the months and years after an assault, including acute soul Metaform disorders, physical symptoms with no identifiable cause. Physiological reactions such as tension, headaches, fatigue, general feelings of soreness or localized pain in the chest, throat, arms, or legs. Specific symptoms may occur, may occur that relate to the area of the body assaulted. Survivors of oral rape may have a variety of mouth and throat complaints while survivors of vaginal or anal rape have physical reactions related to these areas. And then, mainstream porn world has to consider the nature of the assault. The nature of the act, the relationship with the offender, the type and amount of force to use, and the circumstances of the assault all influence the impact of an assault on the victim. When the assault is committed by a stranger, fear seems to be the most difficult emotion to manage for many people. Feelings of vulnerability arise. More commonly, assaults are committed by someone the victim knows and trusts may be heightened feelings of self-blame and guilt. The mainstream porn world also has to consider the underground stage. Victims attempt to return to their lives as if nothing happened, may block thoughts of the assault from their minds, may not want to talk about the incident or any of the related issues. They don't, they don't want to think about it. Victims may have difficulty in concentrating and some depression, dissociation and trying to get back to their lives before the assault. The underground stage may last for years. The victim may seem as if they are quote-unquote over it, when in fact emotional issues are not resolved. No one is completely over uh, sexual assault, not even me. Um, Once you die, you're officially over it. That's how tragic sexual assault surviving can be. But overall... I'm not the sexual assault, and the sexual assault is not me. The sexual assault is not my identity. And life after sexual assault is much more rewarding than it does feel punishing. 
Uh, the mainstream poor world needs to consider the reorganization stage. May return to emotional turmoil. The return of emotional pain can extremely frighten people in this stage. Fears and phobias may develop. This may, they may be related specifically to the assailant of the circumstances of the attack, or they may be much more generalized. Appetite disturbances such as nausea and vomiting. Rape survivors are also prone to developing anorexia nervosa and slasher bulimia. Nightmares, night terrors feel like they plague the victim. Violent fantasies of revenge may also arise. So I'm talking about rape trauma syndrome. So survivors in these stages can have their lifestyle affected in some of the following ways. Um, survive, in the outward adjustment stage, survivors in the stage seem to have resumed their normal lifestyle. However, they simultaneously suffer profound internal turmoil, which may manifest in a variety of ways as the survivor coasts with the long-term trauma of a rape. In 1976 paper, Burgess and Holmstrom note that all but one of their 92 subjects exhibited maladaptive coping mechanisms after rape. The outward adjustment stage may last from several months to many years after a rape. So the mainstream poor has to keep those things in mind. Here are the other things that the mainstream poor has to keep in mind. The phobias. A common physiological defense that is seen in rape survivors is the development of fears and phobias specific to the circumstances of the rape, for example, a fear of being in crowds, a fear of being left alone anywhere, a fear of men or women, androphobia, gynophobia, a fear of non-binary persons, a fear of going out at all, agoraphobia, a fear of being touched, hypnophobia, Specific fears related to certain characteristics of the assailant. Example, sideburn, straight hair, the smell of alcohol or cigarettes, type of clothing or car. Some survivors develop very suspicious paranoid feelings about strangers. Some feel a pervasive fear of most or all other people. And um, then the mainstream porn world has to also keep this in mind. The renormalization stage. In this stage, the survivor begins to recognize their judgment phase. Recognizing the impact of the rape for survivors who were in denial and recognizing the secondary damage of any counterproductive coping tactics. Example, recognizing that one's drug abuse began to help cope with the aftermath of a rape is particularly important. Male victims typically do not seek psychotherapy for a long time after sexual assault. According to Lacey and Roberts, less than half of male victims sought therapy within six months. And the average interval between assault and therapy was two and a half years. King and Wallet study of over 100 male rape victims found that the mean interval between assault and therapy was 16.4 years. During normal during renormalization, survivors integrate the sexual assault into their lives so that the rape is no longer the central focus of their lives, and Hard to deal with feelings such as guilt and shame become resolved and the survivors no longer blame themselves for the attack. So, wait, there's more. The mainstream porno has to keep in mind the concept of what is called rape trauma syndrome, RTS, which is a psychological trauma experienced by a rape survivor that includes disruptions to normal physical, emotional, cognitive, and interpersonal behavior. The theory was first described by nurse Anne Wilbert Burgess and sociologist Linda Little Holmstrom in 1974. RTS, rape trauma syndrome again, 
is a cluster of psychological and physical signs, symptoms, and reactions common to most rape victims immediately following a rape, but which can also occur for months or years afterwards. While most research into RTS has focused on female victims, sexually abused males, whether by male or female traders, also exhibit RTS symptoms. RTS paved the way for consideration of complex post-traumatic stress. They call it they call it a disorder. I don't. I don't like to say stigmatize people. Which can more accurately describe the consequences of protracted trauma than post-traumatic stress alone. The symptoms of RTS and post-traumatic stress syndrome overlap. Even the word syndrome in this case makes me feel disheartened because of stigmatization. As might be expected, a person who has been raped will generally experience high levels of distress immediately afterward. These feelings may subside over time for some people. You'll always hate what happened to you. You won't ever completely feel good about it. That's the two benefits of healing. And you'll always be healing. You won't fully heal in life. And no one needs to. As long as you heal yourself every day and are holistic as a person, that's the most important thing. However, individually, each syndrome, uh, I'm kind of iffy with that word, can have long devastating effects on rape victims. Ugh. Even the concept of calling people rape victims, I, I, some, some of us in the community feel iffy about that. And some victims ugh, will continue to experience some form of psychological distress for months or years. It's also been found that rape survivors are at a high risk for developing substance use disorders, major depression, generalized anxiety disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, and other disorders. I, I don't like stigmatizing people. Some of us don't like to be called rape survivors. Some of us want to be called thrivers. Everybody, Everybody's different on that. So, you know, I mentioned the common stage. These are all the things that mainstream porn has to consider. Mainstream porn has to consider more than one, more than one thing here. Common, the common stages, RTS identifies three stages of psychological trauma a rape survivor goes through. The acute stage, the outer adjustment stage, and the renormalization stage. The acute stage. The acute stage occurs in the days or weeks after a rape. Durations vary as to the amount of time the victim may remain in the acute stage. The immediate symptoms may last a few days to a few weeks and may overlap with the outward adjustment stage. According to scars, there is no quote-unquote typical response amongst rape victims. Ugh, I know saying the word victim again. Ugh. However, the U.S. Rape Abuse and Incest National Network, RAIN, R-A-I-N-N, asserts that in most cases, a rape victim's acute stage can be classified as one of three responses expressed, you know, we already went through that, but um, that's something that the mainstream porn world has to consider. And um, here are other things that the mainstream porn has to consider. Trauma triggers. Trauma stimuluses, trauma stressors, trauma reminders, traumatic coupling and being triggered, panic attacks, flashbacks, um, strong impulse to be flee to a safe place, content warnings, and trigger warnings. So let's get to the let's get to the point. So mainstream porn world has considered people's triggers. 
The trigger can be anything that provokes fear, distressing memories in the affected person in which the affected person associates um, associates with a previous traumatic experience. Just as trauma is not merely an unpleasant or adverse experience, a trauma trigger is not merely something that makes a person feel uncomfortable or offended. Some common triggers are a particular smell, such as freshly mown mown grass, the fragrance of an aftershave product or perfume. The sense of smell, olfaction, has been claimed as more closely connected to traumatic reminders than other sensory experiences. A particular taste, such as the food eaten during or shortly before a traumatic experience. A particular sound, such as a helicopter or a song, a particular texture. Certain times of day, for example, sunset or or sunrise. Um, Certain times of year or specific dates, for example, autumn weather that resembles the affected person's experience of the weather during the September 11th attacks or the anniversary of a traumatic experience. Sights, real, photo, film, or video, for example, is a fallen tree or a light shining at a particular angle. Places, for example, a bathroom or all bathrooms, a person, especially a person who is present during a traumatic event or resembles someone involved in that event in some respect, an argument. It is a sensation on, on the skin, such as the feeling of a wrist, wrist watch, resembling the feeling of handcuffs or sexual touching for victims of sexual assault. The position of the body, physical pain, emotions such as feeling overwhelmed, vulnerable, or not in control. A particular situation, for example, being in a crowded place. Sound of sirens they heard during the war. Even though the resemblance between the two sounds is limited. Experiencing the sound of accelerated motorbike is a trigger which they associated with the sounds of siren they heard during the war, even though the resemblance between the two sounds is limited. The trigger is usually personal and specific. However, it need not be closely related to the actual experience. The realistic portrayal of graphic violence and visual media may expose some affected people to triggers while watching movies or television. Trigger warnings, sometimes called content warnings or warnings that a work contains writing images or concepts that may be distressing to some people. The process of connecting a traumatic experience to a trauma trigger is called traumatic coupling. When trauma is triggered, the involuntary response goes far beyond feeling comfortable and can feel overwhelming and controllable. A trigger warning is a message presented to an audience about the contents of a piece of media to warn that it contains potentially distressing content. A more generic term, which is not directly focused on post-traumatic stress, is content warning. A trauma trigger is a psychological stimulus that, per- that prompts involuntary recall of a previous traumatic experience. These are all the things that the mainstream porn industry and the, and the sex industry have to think of. I would say all these things have to be considered even to the ethical porn world, them too. And plus... You have the mainstream porn world needs to consider um, acute stress disorder, content rating, emotion dysregulation, hypervigilance, the Motion Picture Association of America film rating system, parental advisory, repressed memory, survivor guilt, and thematic elements. Those are things that are so important for people in the sex industry and the porn industry to really 
take seriously the performers who experience these things and the consumers who experience these things too. I'm talking about the watchers, the buyers, and the ones who see for free. Um, one more reading I do than I talk from my heart without reading anything. So, this is what I want to say. That the mainstream porn world needs to present ethical visual sexual arts. Ethical sexual architecture, ethical sexual ceramics, ethical sexual drawings, ethical sexual filmmaking, ethical ethical sexual paintings, ethical sexual photography, ethical sexual sculpting, ethical sexual sculpting, ethical sexual literary arts, ethical sexual fiction, ethical sexual nonfiction, ethical sexual dramas, ethical sexual poetry, ethical sexual prose, ethical sexual dance, ethical sexual music, Ethical sexual theater, ethical sexual performing arts, ethical sexual cinematography, ethical sexual discography, ethical sexual filmography, ethical sexual videography, ethical sexual creative expression, ethical sexual storytelling, ethical sexual cultural participation, ethical sexual employment of skill and imagination. To produce central objects, central performances, centrally conveying insights and experiences, and centrally constructing new environments and spaces. And ethical sexual comments, ethical sexual comics, C O M I C S, don't hurt either. Ethical sexual art is a diverse range of sexual human activity and erotically resulting product that involves sensually creating or energetically imaginative talent expressive of technical proficiency, beauty, technical proficiency, beauty, emotional power, or conceptual ideas that are in alignment with healthy sexual ethics, healthy sexual ethicalness. Now, I get to talk to you from the heart. So, this is exciting for me. So, I I've started, I thought about something that I've heard a lot in the mainstream porn world, which is... It makes me want to give myself tons of talent on ibuprofen. He would have guys talking about and this is their exact words, not mine. Trying to get as much pussy as they can. Uh, calling women broad so heartlessly. Talking about driving around to go find it. They called women it. I, I shit you not. And talking about I'm going to catch something. Notice they called women something. Not individuals, not groups of people, not someones. And they talk and they would call women all types of misogynistic slurs such as slut, 
Ho, Whore, Tramp, Skeezer. Their favorite was Bitch, because they would see women and go, nice ass, look at that ass. And I want me a fine bitch like that. If it was a white woman, they would call her a fine blonde bitch. That's what they would say. And if it was an Asian, if it was a If it was an Afro-Latina woman, they would say, "That's I want me some of those Puerto Rican broads. And, you know, when it came to um, women, they would talk about brothers love booty. And I'm only in the first thing that attracted to me to use your booty. And they would say things like, these white bitches love black dick. And they'll talk about, you know, now that I got my chocolate pussy, black pussy, now I gotta give me some white booty. That's how they would talk, I kid you not. Sometimes you have to be graphic to let to alert people about how People are being affected and effected, and how people are being infected and defected too. So I'm not saying vulgar words just to say them now. You know me. I'm always appropriate with mine, but sometimes you can't censor what people really say and do. I'm not saying that you can't have decorum, you can't have manners. What I mean by censor is sometimes you can't say bleep or sometimes you can't go, er, you can't make a sound. Sometimes you have to directly quote what they're saying, not to adopt them, not to adopt their behavior, not to adopt their mannerisms, not to adopt their speech. But so people can really think about How serious the golden rule is, how serious the platinum rule is, how serious the civil rule is, and how this importance here. This is the last time I'll read and I'll talk the rest of the episode because, um, This is so true, but people don't think about this when it comes to sex. People need to think about this. Watch your sexual thoughts. They become sexual words. Watch your sexual words. They become your sexual actions. Watch your sexual actions. They become sexual habits. Watch your sexual habits. They become sexual character. Watch your sexual character. It becomes your sexual destiny.
And then that made me, um, that made me go, um, think more about how sometimes I remember mainstream porn, they would ride around in their vans and they would play the role of a plumber or trying to, um, act like a tourist and getting directions, but the woman, the one, the woman or the women would let the man or the men in the house. And then the man, they would be sitting on the same bed or they would sit across from each other. One would sit in the, um, sit in like a chair and the one would sit on her bed and they would pretend to be a tourist or a plumber. And then the woman would notice, okay, he's not acting like a tourist or a plumber very long. He's just idle, chilling, uh, on a phone call, or he'll bring the porn cameraman in the home to film it, or he, he, he wouldn't act like the role very long. Eventually, he would just basically relax, and she's trying to figure out, okay, but you're the tourist, or I thought you were a plumber. I thought you had to go fix and be a repairman. Then the man would be blunt in a uh, in a horrible way, like, "Ooh, look at this hot ass." And I'm just trying to fuck. That that's how that's what would happen. And if he looked like he just remembered something sexual to do to her, and would do it like. He would um, kiss her chest too aggressively or lick her breast too, too forcefully. You could tell by the look on her face that she's in pain or she's uncomfortable. She's even feeling rejected because she's not feeling respected. Um, she would still tell him, don't forget. Don't forget means I notice that you're licking me and your facial expression looked like it had a Rika moment of, oh, I should lick her in the breast. And she would tell him, don't forget, like, you need to know what I like and don't like. And I've also seen this in mainstream porn where some guys, um, will go, um, they don't say, I want more of you. They'll say, I just want some more pussy. Sometimes the women will say, I just want some more dick. I just want some more cock. They have some when, um, men who go, I want more clit. I want more vulva, da, 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 da. And I've seen major porn where a woman was saying that every sex act and every sex position was her favorite. Every time they would change into sex acts and change into sex positions. And they would go, yeah, you're having fun fucking your friend's mom. The woman saying that to the young man over 18. And she's middle-aged. And, um, 
talking about, don't tell your friend my son, I swear, pinky swear, then they would have his ex. I've seen that. I'm telling you, that world is sexually... There needs to be ethical sexual media communication. Ethical sexual advertising media, ethical sexual broadcast media, ethical sexual digital media, ethical sexual electronic media, ethical sexual hypermedia, ethical sexual interactive media, ethical sexual mass media, ethical sexual media program. Ethical sexual multimedia, ethical sexual new media, ethical sexual news media, ethical sexual print media, ethical sexual published media, ethical sexual social media, ethical sexual recording mediums, ethical sexual media. I say again, ethical sexual art, ethical sexual arts, ethical sexual entertainment, ethical sexual computing, and ethical sexual life sciences. Ethical sexual transport. <sighs> so when I think about um, how just sexually that world is disheveled, that's what I meant to say last time. It's just sexually disheveled. Um, I just also have to be honest, sometimes I think that because I'm above average extraordinary, um, because of the fact that because of the fact that I choose to be exceptional in a mundane world I choose to be or I choose to be extraordinary in ordinary world um sometimes I I think maybe mainstream porn ethical porn may not have an avenue for me sometimes I think when people get attached It's like they, it's like a lot of people, if you're extraordinary, they have a God complex towards you. So sometimes I think, even though I'm naturally into more than one person, I may have to do casual monogamy. And um, sometimes those thoughts pop in my head. Sometimes I think, well, if I'm with one person the rest of the time, should I just do commit committed? Sometimes I think about that, but um, overall, I do think that my small amount of partners, some exist in the mainstream porn world, some exist in the ethical porn world, and the rest exists in my off-camera world. Um, I like to think that. 
and um, I just recognize that um, everything I said in this episode has to be factored into like even the porn industry's rules and regulations and business and legal practices I would say the same thing the whole sex industry too that sexual assault survivors and, and trauma survivors, abuse survivors, victimization survivors, violence survivors, you know, and even those with rape trauma syndrome should be factored into their business curriculum, legal curriculum, rules and regulations, agendas. There are seven times with women in the mainstream porn world. They'll tell a woman, put your feet there, put your feet here, put your legs up, put your legs down, put your knees to the side, or put your knees on the bed, or or cover your titties on the bed, or put your face down, put your head down, or... She's about to do the woman on top position. Face away or face me or... They'll kind of hold her, but if she gets wobbly, clumsy and almost falls or almost trips or trips or falls or... You know, it's sexually uncoordinated. The man will blame the woman for it, even though it's clearly his fault. And then... Um, sometimes they'll say I got a dick you can play with sometimes they, the, the guys will say that and um, and I notice that other times they'll say ass like that when was the first time you got some? I was 16 or 15. And, well, I'm getting it now. And that nigga done, that nigga done fucked up. Sometimes they even say that in porn. I noticed that in the mainstream porn world, they don't do a good job of being consistent with their sexual likes and dislikes. Because they'll say, I like this sex act or sex position. But you didn't show, you didn't put like a content warning for why you didn't do what you normally would do with other performers with these other performers. Most performers you do the sex act and sex positions with, but with a handful you don't, at least explain why. Because if people are used to seeing it, they, they, you know, you should be upfront about it. So consent is blurry, blurred lines and blurry in that world. And I'm talking about blurred ones. This is another name for blurriness. It's just foggy, windy, cloudy, uh, vagueness, ambiguity that happens on these adult film sex sets, you know, and not all of them, but some. And then I remember, like, if you tell a performer what you like, then and they don't do it enough 
or do it too much or barely, even not at all. As a performer, I wouldn't finish having sex with that person. I would stop and never have sex with them again. I would even never kiss them again. I would never be naked with them again. I would interrupt the set full stop and like, I'm done. Plus, I never understood. I never understood this. When you sign an exclusive contract with a porn company, why is it that they pick the performers for you? I'm like, adults should pick the performers for themselves. You know, like, it's okay to honor a no list. You know, whoever gets along with each other, let them have sex with each other. If they sexually get along and they just get along in general and they have compatibility chemistry and sexual compatibility, sexual chemistry, let them have sex with each other. Even if it's the same people, let them have sex with each other. Because in a lot of mainstream porn world, you have to be naked with people you don't like. You have to penetrate people you can't stand. You have to foreplay non-penetrative sex people that you're not even on good terms with. To me, those are facets of rape culture. Because the rapists will try to make you like them knowing that you don't like them. Mm. And then I think about um, they'll sometimes say, where are the hoes at? Where are the bitches at? That's how they talk sometimes. And um, they'll say, I feel like a kid at the candy store, that round, brown ass. Ah. Or, fuck titties, I like ass. Which is not true. Because as soon as her breasts are in his face, sometimes he'll do the syrup, sometimes he'll do the whipped cream, sometimes he'll oil it, and sometimes he treats her breasts like a milkshake. Sometimes calling her breasts and her behind his milkshakes. Sometimes this selective hearing means that they'll hear the woman's sexual command, they'll do it too late. Meaning like before the come sh- the money shot or too soon. And on and off they'll do it, but very inconsistent about it. I've noticed that too. The timing is off sexually in that world sometimes. Like one guy said to a woman, this is, I don't watch it anymore, but this is what I saw. Um, She asked him, um, no, he asked her, who taught you how to suck dick like that? Did your mama teach you to suck dick? And she admitted yes. 
I'm thinking to myself, that is incestually nauseating to me. Or you had your, like the other one I told you about, I didn't tell you this part, but you know, the one about you had your first dick at 10. So you've been known you like to suck dick since you was 10, how? Well, I just knew. In that world, sometimes they talk like that. A lot of men have been taught how to have toxic masculinity sexual intercourse by by other toxic masculine males and all the sex advice is awful so mainstream porn world they teach each other how to be insensitive lovers how to be desensitized lovers because you got men who who grew up with insensitive lovers and sensitive lovers that's what they're taught when it comes to sex. And they gullibly live it out. And the disastrous results speak for themselves. So you got toxic masculine males teaching other toxic masculine males how to be male pigs toward women and girls. And again, the disastrous results speak for themselves. So you'll see a group of dudes in mainstream porn doing exactly that. They're doing with the streets raise them to be and to do. Sometimes they'll say, I just want a bitch with a fat ass. Or your pussy's small, your titties are small, your ass is small. Breast shaming women. Vaginally shaming women. Gluteus Maximus shaming women. Mm, mm, mm. Sometimes the women do it to the men. Your pecs are not muscular enough. They're not even your pecs are not even muscular. They look like male titties or your dick too small. Balls ain't big enough. Mm. And I've noticed that when it comes to a world like that, that those are all the other reasons why I want to be an independent contractor in the world of porn. Because I don't think any company is fully sensitive as I am. Because once I'm in that world, I want to portray correctly all kinds of oppressed peoples and our sexualities appropriately that's why I don't want to sign exclusive contract because I'm completely bound to potentially um, some misbetrayals of me and others I like the freedom to work with people who can appreciate my above average extraordinariness suitably.
and uh, they'll sometimes say I'm an ass man or a titties man even though the person say they're titties man does a lot with the ass and nothing with the titties so they'll say I'm an ass man or a titties man it's like they do nothing with the ass but they do everything else with the titties which is strange They're set. They're they're their own sexual opposite days. That's for sure. It's like they like the waist more than any other body part of a woman, because they hold and squeeze the waist a lot. I'm like, but there's other things you should be sexually doing to her. You know, to have complete pleasure, not partly pleasure, but fully pleasure. You know not fragmented or fractured quote-unquote pleasure in quotations and um when I think a lot about how that world is as I say um in closing It just makes me more um, more mindful of how um, important it is for sex industry and porn industry to have sexual trauma specialists, sex therapists, sex coaching. Um, sexual surrogates, you know, intimacy choreographers, intimacy coordinators, because being in the sex industry, porn industry world is very precious to the brain. Precious to the heart, the mind, the body, and soul. Like the most intimate thing you ever do with a person is be naked with them, have sex with them, share your body with them. And to help them manage the emotions of some people making fun of your body, even though you're a porn performer. And how to help porn performers and sex workers overcome body shaming, kink shaming, consent shaming. Slut shaming, sex shaming, fat shaming, skinny shaming, lean shaming, personality shaming, disposition shaming, sexual personality shaming, erotic blueprint type shaming, um, sexual performance anxiety shaming, you know, that's why sexperts experts in sex need to be around to help sex workers, sex performers even the ones who've had sexual trauma before porn and sex work came on 
to also be to 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 manage these things well and there needs to be sex work therapists too those who are sex work friendly porn friendly and those who are and therapists who are sexual assault survivor friendly the ones who know how to help them to navigate the porn and sex world properly there needs to be that in place too So I just want to say in closing, of all the closings and our tendency to have episodes, that um, now and forevermore, I'm sexually thriving. I am no longer sexually surviving. <laughs>